0: All right, guys, today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro in the shops at Hilltop. If you guys are looking for maybe one gigantic cookie for yourself, stop by Crumble. Maybe you want a two-pack or a four-pack or a six-pack, or maybe you want to feed the entire workforce. Crumble has a pink box just for you.
1: And get ready to fall in love with this week's flavor. Starting off, they have Caramel Pumpkin, a perfect fall treat, including a rich pumpkin cookie, smooth caramel cream cheese frosting, and a delightful sprinkle of pumpkin pie spice.
0: And don't make fun of the way I say raspberry.
1: Okay, okay. But
0: they have their raspberry butter cake. It's new. It's a melt in your mouth butter cake cookie, and it's rippled with this raspberry flavor and then smothered with a buttery glaze and a creamy white buttercream and their delicious house made
1: raspberry jam. <laughs> How about the peanut butter cream featuring Nutter Butter? For the peanut butter lovers, an explosion of Nutter Butter goodness, all brought together with a crunchy Nutter Butter peanut butter cream.
0: They have the lemon glaze, lovely layers of luscious lemon from the cookie to the glaze to that fresh lemon slice on top.
1: And the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite of vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting
0: and then they have the milk chocolate chip it's the classic cookie the one that is a never miss it's a hit every single time and it's available every single time you go by crumble cookies it's a thick and soft chocolate chip cookie packed with tons of milk chocolate chips it's amazing and you can find it at crumble
1: pick up your pink box go to crumblecookies.com or download the free app just search crumble cookies here's today's podcast
0: (laughs)
2: is Arkansas's morning show with brandon and kelly all right good
0: morning arkansas your morning show is on the radio good morning kelly
1: perry good morning brandon baxter
0: here we are today is wednesday it is september the 28th of 2022 good morning let's get going today is national women's uh, health and fitness day uh, I need to kickstart some fitness. Man, I'm going to tell you, I finally got, had the chance, uh, I guess, to work out. Like my first real workout mm-hmm. in the last maybe two months because of my shoulder deal I've been dealing with. Was it rough? You know what? For whatever reason, I was able to get through it. And that feeling afterward is what the whole reason you work out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's not really about weight loss. Yeah, it's about health somewhat. But it's also part uh, about that mental deal. Like afterward, I'm like, yes! Those
1: endorphins. I'll tackle good. the world. Uh, also, today is National Drink Beer Day. Okay. Did you just insert that one to be funny? Um you, well there's something about beer every day. If I say to my wife, hey, today's National Beer Day, I gotta drink a beer today.
0: Yeah. It's hmm. just what I gotta do. Hmm. It's also National Good Neighbor Day, so hmm. a shout out to all of the good neighbors that are out there, especially our favorite neighbor, Mr. Rogers.
2: It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a
3: beautiful day for a neighbor. I was reading to think
0: about neighbors. They say about half of Americans have a neighbor we wish would move out of the neighborhood. <laughs> Isn't that great? I remember having one, uh, one neighbor that my mother would always describe as Nosy Rosie uh, because she was the one who knew all the gossip of everybody in the neighborhood. And anytime somebody was going to pass Nosy Rosie's house, she was looking out the window.
1: Right. I saw so-and-so's truck in so-and-so's driveway.
0: Oh, well, nosy Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> I can still picture it like us walking down the alley. Me and my friend Joe, my best friend Joe, we're walking down the alley, and there's nosy Rosie peeking out the back of her kitchen. I can still picture that visual.
1: She was probably telling people y'all were up to no good. Well, and that's probably
0: the truth. The same thing that I would tell my wife. Now, hey, that kid out there, man, watch uh-huh, out. huh,
1: Exactly. What's happening
0: there? Uh, they say that people with young kids are twice as likely to say, That a neighbor has made them want to move. And I get that, too. Been through situations, (laughs) man. Because inevitably, if kids hang out and they play, at some point they're going to fight. And then parents have to pick sides. Right. And guess whose side the parent picks? They pick their own kid's side. Causes some drama right there. Mm -hmm. 31% of people say they've caught uh, their neighbor doing something weird on security (laughs) cameras. (laughs) That's funny. Isn't that wild? As a kid, we used to run to the mailbox or run out to get the paper Uh in our underwear.
1: Well, that's funny because your neighbor, Andy, sent us a video.
0: Andy's a preacher. (laughs) Leave him alone.
1: That doesn't mean he doesn't have surveillance. Oh,
0: if he does, boy, the stories he can tell. (laughs) Anyway, today is National Good Neighbor Day, so good morning to all of our neighbors out there around Arkansas.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the
0: country's watching Florida this morning as a Category 4 storm is headed right toward um, the Gulf Coast of mm-hmm. Florida, the West Coast. And man, it's wild to see what's happened to Cuba. Uh, Cuba was devastated by hurricane, the rain and the winds mm-hmm. and all that stuff. They're saying more than 11 million people have no power in Cuba. Isn't that wild? Just think about how, how many people that is. On a small area, like Cuba's not massive. No, it's terrible. And you think about that many people, 11 million people without power. Two people have um, have been found uh, deceased at this point from the storms in Cuba. More than likely, those numbers will increase. And as we sit here this morning, we're watching what's going to happen because there's a lot of people who live there on the coast of Florida. right? And they're saying, even though maybe you don't get the direct impact of the actual hurricane You know, you're going to have the winds even in central Florida, Mm -hmm. areas like Orlando. You're going to have the winds and the torrential rains and things like that. And it's really, uh, it's a sad deal because so many people have been told they got to get out. Yeah. And that's one of the deals, I guess, when you live in Florida, it's kind of like living in Arkansas. You know, there's a risk of tornadoes.
1: Well, you have to have an escape plan, I guess. You have to have some type of plan if that happens. Hey, this is where we go no matter what.
0: Right. But that's so scary. I know. Because everything you have is in your place and you're told, hey, it's time to go. You got to leave. Animals,
1: all your possessions, the first house you just bought. Yeah. Everything you have.
0: It's really wild. Uh, They're saying as of uh, 6 o'clock this morning, Ian has strengthened to what they call an extremely dangerous Category 4 hurricane. uh, Life-threatening storm surge. Expected catastrophic winds flooding all around the peninsula of Florida. And they say it's going to uh, pass, uh, it looks like, west of the Florida Keys in the next few hours and then approach the West Coast sometime later on today. And then it's going to move over central Florida, and that's going to be happening tonight and tomorrow. And then, of course, you have the flooding that becomes an issue with that. Gosh, so yes. areas, it looks like the areas that impacted, the, the greatest impact at this point appears to be the Orlando area, mm-hmm. Kissimmee, and uh, Lakeland, Florida. So if you know people in Florida, you know, obviously, uh, thoughts to them this morning as they deal with the very scary situation. Check on them, yeah. They're leaving home, and they mm-hmm. don't know what they're going to come back to or what this storm's going to look like, but... It's a very big storm, and we'll kind of monitor that. That's going to be the main topic around the country today, Hurricane Ian, as it impacts Florida.
2: Brandon, Baxter in the morning.
0: All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show.
1: High five. High five.
0: Hey, a big high-five goes out today to 56-year-old Nancy Houck. She's from St. George, Utah. So the wild story is, is Nancy, at the age of 56, is carrying a baby. What? And the baby she's carrying just so happens to be her granddaughter. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the story is, is Nancy's son, Jeff, married a woman named Cambria. They had four kids together through in vitro fertilization. But during the last uh, during the last uh, delivery, they had to have an emergency hysterectomy that took place, and there was one egg left. And they're like, "Well, what are we going to do with this extra egg?" They had the discussions, and they decided that Jeff's mom Nancy could carry the baby. Oh my
1: goodness! At the age of
0: fifty six, uh, after numerous appointments trying to get this step stif- this stuff to uh, stick, I guess uh, she became pregnant with her very own granddaughter. Uh, Nancy says she hasn't been pregnant in twenty six years. But she's handling these symptoms with ease.
1: Oh my goodness, good for her.
0: Jeff and Cambria believe that uh, Nancy's selflessness in carrying the child is something they're extremely grateful for at this point. Mm. Just imagine the story, man. I, I can't. It's amazing. You're a 10-year-old kid and you found out that um, your grandma had you. <laughs> That's a wild one. Yeah. But talk about really stepping up for your kid. I mean, that's a different level. Sacrificing your actual self. Like, think about this. Think about, like, when your son decides he wants to have a baby. If he said, hey, mom, okay. so-and-so can't carry a baby, could you carry the baby? You're only 56. Hmm.
1: Well, you know what? We'll, we'll cross that line when it gets there. But, man, the, what the body can do, that's amazing.
0: What about your mom? How old is she?
1: <clears throat>
0: could she carry a baby and give birth to her grandchild?
1: No, she could not.
0: She cannot do that anymore? No, she cannot. She is uh, not equipped for that?
1: Correct. Huh.
0: Yeah. She okay?
1: Yes, she's completely okay, just not equipped. What happened? A total
0: hysterectomy. Son of a gun. Yeah, yeah. What That so, mm-hmm. That is such a shame. Let Kurt know. <laughs> but here's to you, Nancy Hawk. She's 56, and she's pregnant. It's an Arkansas morning show.
1: High five! High five.
0: And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability in your area at rightfiber.com.
2: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
0: All right, doing it big on a Wednesday morning. It is September the 28th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well She's got three words for you.
1: Good morning, Arkansas!
2: This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music
0: News today on Thomas Rhett.
2: Half of me wants a cold beer. Yeah, that's a cold hard truth. So Thomas
0: Rhett realizes he's had this irrational fear for a long time, and it's kind of... A conflict in the family because his fear is horses. Oh, (laughs) Thomas Rhett has a big phobia about horses, but unfortunately his wife Lauren grew up around horses and wants to spend time with the horses and wants the kids to ride the horses. Uh, They say that the kids get to go riding several days a week and Thomas finally showed up the other day and decided he was going to get right up there next to the horse and walk alongside the horse on a dirt road. And then he decided to tackle the fear all the way And he hopped on the horse and rode it back into the stall. Wow! Uh, Thomas says in a quote, I've been pretty freaked out by horses most of my life. Not really sure why. Maybe because they know I'm a pretty high-strung human being and they can sense that. Ha ha. (laughs) He goes on to say, today was the closest I've really been to a horse in my adult years. And it was incredible. I plan to be around them a lot more often. So it's pretty cool what a dad can do for his kids and for his family. He can tackle a fear he's had his entire life.
1: We have country music news today on Luke Bryan. in
0: for the
2: young bucks in the, for the, rockin till the break of dawn. the DJ's that country song. Come on, come on, come well, on. Well, Luke Bryan is
1: having so much fun shaking it in Vegas. He's going to hang out a little bit longer. He announced he's extending his residency at Resorts World in Vegas into next year. So he added six shows in February, five in March, and one in April. So tickets go on sale Friday if you want to go to one of those. But also, don't forget, Luke Bryan is bringing his Raised Up Right tour to Arkansas. He's playing Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock October 8th. So get this it's Luke Bryan featuring Mitchell Tenpenny, Riley Green. How good will that show be? No, that's going to be a great show. Yeah, so listen to Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly for your chance to win your way in.
0: And we have country music news today on Kelly
4: Clarkson.
0: And the reason she's in the country music news today is because of her recent Kelly Oakey segment where Kelly Clarkson tackled a song that is uh, pretty iconic. It was the number one hit for Faith Hill, and you know Faith Hill's vocals. Mm -hmm. So it's tough to tackle a Faith Hill song. But Kelly Clarkson kills it with her version of Breathe. Here's Kelly. You can watch a full video. It's up on the Kelly Clarkson Show YouTube channel if you want to check it out this morning. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly.
2: She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show.
1: Did you know, according to Chick-fil-A, the city that eats the most original chicken sandwiches is Atlanta.
0: Really? Yeah. Come on, Atlanta.
1: Did you know human DNA and banana DNA are 50% identical? What? Yeah. That's weird. And did you know the total weight of all the ants in the world is estimated to be around the same as the weight of all the people in the world? It can't be true. There's no way that's true. I mean, there's a lot of ants. There must be a ton of ants out there. And if you didn't know, now you know.
2: Baxter in the morning. All right.
0: Good morning, Arkansas. It seems like there's something in the water in Arkansas where every season on The Voice we end up getting somebody on the show. Mm -hmm. It's pretty incredible, right? Uh, So the most recent one is a really cool story. Let me give you the audio from the other night because uh, this young guy gets up there on stage. He's 22. He's from Arkansas, uh, lives in Arkansas, and actually graduated from, I believe it was UCA. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're like, hey, what's your name? And he tells them his name and he represents our state. Uh, This is what happened on The Voice. What is your name? What is your
5: name? What is your name? My name is Andrew iqbo I'm 22, and I live in Arkansas, and I'm Nigerian.
0: Yeah, so the story is is his family moved from Nigeria to Chicago, and then he ended up moving to Hot Springs. Uh, He's a 2021 graduate of UCA, pursuing a medical career, and now he's thinking, hey, music has always kind of been a part of my life, and it's been important, and it's been significant, and I'm going to chase this dream too. I love it. So not only is he chasing a medical dream, he's chasing a dream of music, too. Wow. And uh, basically, he gets up there and he's performing. And immediately after the first line, three judges turn around. Uh, he ends up winning over the fourth. So all four judges are saying, hey, we want you on our team. Uh, and the song he did was Billie Eilish's song, When the Party's Over. This is Andrew, uh, Andrew Igbo-Keedy from Arkansas on The Voice.
6: Let's
0: Pretty incredible and again, as he turns uh, as he looks over there at the coaches, every coach's chair has turned it's John Legend Camila Cabello Gwen Stefani, and Blake Shelton. they all want him on their team. What a feeling no Gosh. to know that here's these you know these icons and their genre yes. of music and they're like, hey, you have a lot of potential ultimately, he chose Camila Cabello, so you can follow Andrew Igbokiti's journey on the voice Mondays and Tuesdays at seven o'clock on NBC, but a pretty cool story. Another Arkansas guy has made the voice. There's something in the water, man. Brandon
2: Baxter in the morning.
0: So the other night we went through the drive-thru at uh, Taco Bell, which is always a late night favorite. Yeah. And the Mexican pizza is back.
1: Did you get some liquid gold to go with it? What's the liquid gold?
0: Mild sauce.
1: You go mild? Oh my goodness,
0: yes. No, you know who goes mild?
7: Everyone no, goes mild. No, you
0: gotta go fire, at least, at least I hot. I like it,
1: but there's just something about the mild sauce.
0: I was excited when I saw that the Mexican pizza was back, right? And now Taco Bell's talking about how uh, there's the option to bring back a couple of more different uh, old school items. And they want people who love food and love Taco Bell to go and vote. And they're going to reveal the results next Friday. Hmm. So the options that we have are the Enchirito, which was was around. It began, it actually started in 1970, and they pulled it back in 2013. Tell me if you've had an Enchirito. So basically, it's like an enchilada and a burrito all mashed up. Not like together like that, but like it's a mashup. Basically, it's a burrito that's filled with beans and beef and onions and then covered in like an enchilada sauce. No. No? mm See, to me, that sounds good. It's the Enchirito. I'm not sure if I've ever had an Enchirito. Enchirito. Because, again, it's been off the menu for about nine years now. Now, the other option, uh, a lot of people have probably tried this one, the Double Decker Taco.
1: Yes, I so, think I remember that.
0: Yeah, so it debuted in '95 and got pulled in 2019. It's basically the hard taco with a soft taco shell around it,
1: and it's held together by like I think the the beans, yeah, like a, a, a thin layer of beans.
0: Yes, refried beans. Refried beans. Yes. So, what would you think? You can bring back one: the double decker taco or the enchirrito.
1: Double decker taco supreme, all the way.
0: Ooh, look at the sour cream on mm-hmm. there too. Mm, that does sound good. I might lean toward an enchirrito this morning. I think I am. Because the onions and the sauce. That's what every woman wants to hear this morning, Mm -hmm. right? Bring
8: on some onions. Yeah. (laughs) I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's
0: crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy.
1: So a neighborhood in Austin, Texas has been struggling with porch pirates, so one couple had a creative plan. They'd fill a box with dirty diapers and leave it on their porch. Uh Oh. And it worked. The thieves drove up, grabbed the box, and ran off. But unfortunately, that didn't scare them out of the neighborhood. The couple says that when the porch pirates realized the box was packed with dirty diapers... They returned and smeared those diapers on their front door.
0: Shut up.
1: Then they came back again about 30 minutes later with a big bag of cow manure and spread that all over their front porch and the cars in the driveway. That's
0: not true. These
1: are some really evil pirates. Why are they so mad? Where do you go get to the cow manure? No one's stealing their packages. That's
0: crazy.
1: So the couple called the police and apparently they have set up a patrol in the area but as far as i know the thieves are still on the loose that's awful speaking of stealing packages on someone else's porch a woman walked up to a little old man rocking in a chair on his porch i couldn't help but noticing how happy you look she said what's the secret for a long happy life well, I smoke three packs of cigarettes a day. I also drink a case of whiskey a week, eat fatty foods, and I never exercise. Oh, gosh. That's amazing. The woman said, how old are you? She asked. 26. <laughs> oh, Do you uh, relate? Uh, 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 no, no huh? I don't relate. No. And there's even more proof that people are crazy.
2: Brandon Baxter
0: in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you are you ready to celebrate some local people
1: let's do it
0: let's do the birthdays happy birthday to you oh yeah. happy birthday to you ah. happy birthday happy birthday Oh, happy birthday to you for it. well 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 time for birthdays for today it's wednesday september the 28th of 2022 local birthdays local celebrities here we go Happy birthday goes out to Philip Clark of Truman, who celebrates a birthday today. Happy birthday and love from Linda, Melissa, Missy, and PJ. Happy birthday, Philip. Happy birthday goes out to Suzanne Potter of Hot Springs, who celebrates today. We have Stephen Childers in Jacksonville. Anita Watling of Russellville celebrates Jessica Odom. Of Jonesboro, Lee Hand. Of Hoxie celebrates Jimmy Porter. Of El Dorado has a birthday. Danielle Blakely of Jonesboro. Aubrey Kelly, who's a student in Arkansas State, but from Manila. Happy birthday to Aubrey. We have Denton Trail of Wynn celebrating today. And Chris Hughes of Jonesboro celebrates today as well. Radio for a long time. Actually, one of the guys who helped me get started. Something like, yeah. I don't know, 21 years ago or something.
1: Happy birthday. We were
0: just young babies yeah. back then, but happy birthday to Chris Hughes, who celebrates his birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities.
1: Happy birthday today to Frankie Jonas. He's 22 today. He's the littlest Jonas. He was also in Camp, camp Rock, too.
0: They also call him the bonus Jonas. oh Happy
1: birthday, Frankie. <laughs> happy birthday to Hannah Mae Lee, who is 34. That's Lily, um, the extremely quiet beatboxer in the Pitch Perfect movies. Happy birthday to Hillary Duff, who is 35. That's Kelsey on TV Land's Younger, but she got her start as Lizzie McGuire. Happy birthday, Hillary. Happy birthday to Bam Margera, who is 43. Uh, he was on Jackass and also uh, was on his own show, Viva La Bam. Ba- was it Viva La Bam? Viva La Bam, mm-hmm. yeah. And happy birthday today to Karen Fair. Fairchild, who is 53, of Little Big
0: Town. Karen Fairchild celebrating her birthday today. I got a girl crush. Remember the one that Taylor Swift wrote and then handed over to Little Big Sometimes
1: Town?
2: miss you, and I just wish you were a better man. One of Kelly's
0: favorite songs after 10 o'clock. I don't want to wait till <laughs> the sun's
2: sinking, we could be feeling all
0: right.
2: right. I know you know it. I'm thinking, why don't we do it little
0: day drinking. It's Karen Fairchild of Little Big Town turning 53 today. All On the, the
1: pond, pond too. Don't <laughs> act Party in slow motion
0: Out here in, in the, the open, open. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Karen Fairchild celebrates today. birthday goes out to my good friend Karen Fairchild, who turns 53 today. Happy birthday, Karen. Hope you have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is
2: the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey,
6: welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
0: We're joined this morning by the man who tells all of his students and everyone in the community and everyone around the state <laughs> okay. to call him Dr. <laughs> okay. Dr. Feelgood.
1: He's
0: the one that makes me all right. He's the one they call me. And he's going
1: to be your Frankenstein.
2: i got one thing you'll understand. Dr. Like you Dr. Dr. Shane Spine.
1: Dr. Dr. Shane the Dr. Shane Dr.
0: Feelgood. Dr. Feelgood himself, the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. Dr. Shane Spitz back on the show this morning. Hey. All
3: that. right. Good morning, guys. And Ruez, as always.
0: Hey, Kelly told me she heard a story from some of the students on campus that uh, as you guys are doing your run with the Dean deal, that you make the kids uh, who are with you chant Dr. Feel Good with every step.
3: Oh, absolutely. In cadence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doctor. It's the whole two and a half
0: miles. Feel absolutely. good. Two and a
1: half miles. That sounds fun. I
3: knew I heard that
1: from my house. He's
0: disrupting the whole community.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good time. You should come out. Yeah, I'll get on that.
1: Uh, he'll be upset that they're not chanting Brandon Baxter. Uh, we'll wor- uh, oh, we'll work double B. we
3: can change the chant. We can yeah. change the chant for the day. See yeah.
0: We'll work on that. Hey, I do need some help with something. The other night, uh, my wife was uh, talking to Kelly. We were watching Arkansas State football on TV, and, um, and Leslie's telling Kelly that I stop breathing when I'm asleep. <laughs> And I'm sitting here like, Ooh. wait a minute. Maybe you should have told this to me. Maybe you should <laughs> mention to me that you notice I've stopped breathing during my sleep.
3: What do you think I have? That's not good. Well, I mean, obviously the first thing that comes to mind, um, and, and it's it's common, it's a common condition called sleep apnea, um, oh. where you can, where your breathing stops and then restarts, you know, several times throughout the night. And we um, would actually set you up for something called a sleep study, where you would go in, and we would monitor you and monitor your sleep pattern, and try to identify if you stop breathing, how many times you stop breathing. We look at all, you know, heart rate and vital signs and all those. Brandon,
1: things. why are you nodding your head? No, I'm not
3: doing that because I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid they'd be
0: trying to read my dreams or something. I bet you. Would. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, can you so read for it? Can you read my dreams if I'm doing a sleep study? no we can't read your dreams right oh that's good you, there's, we don't have that technology not yet not yet no 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 so in a sleep study what do i do mm,
3: my uh, so you, like i said you'd go to and it's typically a um you'd go to a, a sleep center and to when we have those here in Jonesboro, okay. and you would um you just go to sleep and they'd hook you up and they'd kind of see how many somebody monitor you and see how many times you stop breathing and so once you get the diagnosis, if you the diagnose, there's two different types of sleep apnea. There's obstructive sleep apnea, which is the most common, and there, there's there's central sleep apnea, which is which is less common, which is basically your brain that's not send a signal. But obstructive oh, sleep apnea is usually like the airways being blocked. And so usually something like, you know, you know, large tonsils or throat, hormone level changes, um, weight gain, weight changes. Um, sometimes there's lots of reasons why people have chronic or obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, but the, the CPAP machines, which is what we use uh, generally to try to treat, there's lots of different treatments. Um, if those are set up correctly, then those usually are life-changing. Like people, like I've got patients that have these and have sleep apnea, have a CPAP machine, and they will say it is life-changing. Like they had no idea how bad they felt. They had no idea how, how fatigued they were, how low on energy they were. Um, and like, they swear by it. Like, I look, I'll take this thing on vacation. I'll wherever I go, I'm taking this thing.
4: Um,
3: so yeah, it can be, it can be life changing.
0: So if I'm nervous about going to a facility for this, could you just sit in my room in the oh chair and gosh. watch me sleep? That
1: is the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, that had. sounds kind of creepy. Yeah. That sounds kind of creepy. But I just think I'd um, probably
0: be more comfortable if you were just in my bedroom.
1: Uh-oh. Okay.
3: And just, just it's like sitting in a dark corner watching you sleep. I think that would be the Isn't best there a movie way to do. About it? that, wasn't there a movie? No. Yeah.
0: So you think I should probably have that done too?
3: Yeah, I would. I would probably recommend that. I would recommend that you, if you're, if, if you, and usually, and this is actually the this is kind of common. Usually, the spouse or the partner says, "Hey, you stop breathing when you're sleeping," um, and that's usually the first indicator because most people don't really recognize it. Most people don't. They may think, "Oh, I snore. I just don't sleep well." But usually it's the spouse or somebody that says, "Hey, you know, you're not breathing sometimes," and so that's kind of the first indicator to we might want to check this out.
1: His wife said that it sounded something like he would go, <sighs> and like yeah. blow, like blow out, like there was a piece of paper. She said if he, she put a piece of paper on his lips, the paper would like
3: shoot up. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And that, and does he actually like stop breathing? Like, will he got to sit there and like, or and hold his breath or? Yeah, the problem was No, she she had a pillow
0: over
2: okay, my face the whole Brandon. time she was
3: telling no, us. She did not. That's a whole different treatment, right? Right, yeah. I'm exactly, That's something different
0: there, buddy. I'm not exactly sure what she was talking that about. It can't be studied. <laughs> hey, sleep is important for us as adults, but it's also important for uh young kids too, right?
3: Absolutely. Um and there was actually um this is some of this is, is new, really new information that we've never seen before. There was a study that came out with about 8,300 kids, ages 9 to 10 years old, and they were involved in this study. And it examined they basically did MRIs of the brain based on how much sleep they got. And for those kids aged the, the 9 to 11, and it was a two-year follow-up, if they got less than nine hours of sleep, they had less gray matter. And so, basically, their brain development was stunted. So, and and when they went back and checked that, even after, let's say, they corrected their sleep habits, it persisted. So that's really concerning. So the take-home message there is: children, uh, you know, uh, under the teens, so your pre-teens, they need to be getting plenty of sleep. Now, we naturally need less sleep as we get older. And so, as you get into your teens, uh, you don't have to have as much. Um, but certainly children, uh, need to be getting at least nine hours, um, of sleep at night. Wow. That's For a higher ages number. six to 12, ages six to 12 should be nine, nine to 12 hours. That's what's recommended right now.
0: I finally had the chance to uh, do a little exercise with my weights. I told you I've had a shoulder deal. That's kind of been nagging me and I haven't really had the chance to at least lift. Like I like to lift. And I finally had the chance. I felt okay. And my shoulder didn't feel too bad yesterday. And I can just tell you that when I was done, uh, the feeling of, of number one a successful workout uh, and and what that does to your body man it made me realize over the last four to six to eight weeks not working out as much. I just haven't felt my best. the exercise really makes me feel alive.
3: oh it's huge it's um and you know there's there's obviously a, a chemical hormone release there the endorphin release uh, there's all kinds of benefits to that i'm in the stretching of the muscles and the stretching of your uh, of your ligaments and tendons and all of that i mean we've got good evidence on um just what that does to your overall mental health and well-being um so yeah absolutely i could see that Uh, yeah that 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 makes um 100
0: so i was trying to tell my wife it felt like the blood was back in parts of my body that when i wasn't working out it wasn't going to it wasn't feeding my muscles quite like you know lifting the weights was is there anything to that
3: yeah absolutely um, yeah, because obviously, as you utilize um, a muscle, um, it requires more oxygen, it requires more energy, it requires more um, you know cellular energy, and so you need more blood flow to those areas. Um, so you know this whole old, the old adage: if you don't you know you don't use it, you lose it. There's a lot to that, um, and so muscles can atrophy over time. So muscles that are not used will get smaller. They don't need as much blood because they're not being utilized. Um, so yeah, absolutely, that's true.
0: So, you know, the feeling after the workout where all guys love the gym is, like, we feel pumped and we feel like our muscles look better. Is there any way that I can keep that 24 hours a day?
3: Um, no. Son of a gun, Shane. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's – um. Yeah, not legally, no. Okay.
0: (laughs) Hey, you had mentioned before we got on the air that, you know, you had talked about, like, uh, stem cells and people who were doing,
3: like,
0: you know, in vitro fertilization and eggs and and donations and stuff like that. There's something new? Yeah.
3: Yeah, so there's, uh, people have heard about, you know, um, you've got, like, stem cell banks uh, where you can bank stem cells, you know, know, from a child that's been born uh, from the cord blood. Um, You can do, um, of course, there's, farm banks there's banks that people will bank sometimes you know of, of eggs uh for like you said for uh fertilization later down the line there's a there's a new bank out there um and i'll be curious brandon if you're planning to make any deposits it's, it's a poop bank
0: okay okay Shane. there's see, no way again see, this is a point i would rather talk about the other there's deposits no than that
1: way <laughs>
3: So let me explain where this is coming from. It's a real thing. We know more and more now about your gut, about your colon, and about your health, and about your immune system, and about your risk for cancer. You know, people get Crohn's disease, inflammatory bowel disease, diabetes. A lot of that we can trace back to the health of your gut. Okay. Well, over the course of our lifetimes we put a lot of stuff in our gut that's really not healthy for us. So we eat sure. lots of sugars, you know, there's alcohol, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. Think about all the stuff that we eat and it goes through our gut. And so the idea behind this is what if you could hit a reset button? What if you could hit a reset button and you could go back to the gut health that you had when you were in your, um, you know, early childhood, 19, oh, 11, wow. 12 years old, when really your gut was probably the healthiest it was. So the That's idea, and they've already got them out there, is that you take a stool sample and you put it in this bank when they're, when they're younger for when you might need it when you're older to reset your gut health. And they do some of this. There's actually – I don't know if you've ever heard of a of – a, um, of an infection called a Clostridium difficile or a C. diff infection. Ooh,
0: as a matter of fact, I have heard of that, yeah. It's been something we've had okay, to Okay, so with
3: that's a really bad, and that could be a, a, a many times fatal infection in the colons, a bacterial no. overgrowth infection. And one of the, the best treatments is actually, this is going to sound gross, so bear with me, a fecal transplant.
0: Oh, my goodness. Where are you getting oh, yeah. the transplant from? Um,
3: well, you transplant from a healthy donor. No. To a sick... Yeah. No, you don't. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real deal. Like you could look this up. I how mean, is this absolutely. delivered? How how
0: does this get delivered? Like the new donation? Okay.
3: So it used to be um it <laughs> used to um the same place it came out was the same place it went in. But oh, now they've sh- actually got it. Hmm. Now they've changed it, it's actually now in more of a pill. Full. Oh gosh. It that yeah, might like be the, worse. <laughs> it'd be like a Harry Potter, you got one of those bad jelly beans. I'm just kidding. I don't think there's a a taste
0: to it. I think that just the whole idea of that is worse to me. Yeah.
3: But it is, I mean, true. I mean, that is that treatment there. I mean, that is saving lives. I know it sounds gross. I know it sounds weird. um, But that is, it is, that actually is saving lives 100%. It's a a big deal.
0: Oh, hang on. I just got a note from Kelly. Okay. (laughs) Dear Brandon, ask Dr. Spites if it's too late for me to. Go to the poop bank.
1: You're an idiot, Brandon.
3: <laughs> I can set you up. I'll send you some information on the
1: panel. Thank there's, you. There's mm-hmm.
0: several around the
3: country. Oh, so you don't actually you do you that? mail it in. You don't mail it in, by the way.
0: Oh, no. Can we just
3: deliver it? Can we just put it in yeah, the car I, and drive I think, it? I think it's an in-person thing. Put it in the car
1: and drive it. <laughs>
3: hey, somebody get Uber Eats.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. uh, Brandon. <laughs> oh, <please>. oh. <laughs> I
0: have okay. a delivery. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. That might be the uh, most interesting slash disgusting thing you've ever told us. I need to yeah. rest well, my brain, yeah. now. <laughs> the,
3: the, the last thing, I guess I can close with this. Don't cook your chicken in NyQuil.
0: Hey, that's, uh, yeah, we, we <laughs> we've heard that might not be the best way to do uh, okay.
3: it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a bad thing too. That's a social media thing. Oddly enough, people say, why is that a big deal? What if I don't eat it? So NyQuil obviously, or those those uh, sleepy uh, cough medicines are made to be taken you know, by mouth. Yeah. When you cook it, you change it chemically, but also you aerosolize it. So even if you're standing over it and inhale it, it's not made to be inhaled. Right. And it's at extremely high doses if you inhaled it, So, um, which could cause all kinds of Problems, heart arrhythmias, um, unconscious, and all kinds of issues. Oh, my goodness. So don't cook your chicken in nickel.
0: Yeah, I don't think I was going to try that trend. I'll try uh, some other trends, maybe like the tortilla challenge. Yeah. But the nickel oh, yeah. chicken, I don't think so. So, y'all, he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. He likes for you to refer to him as Dr. <laughs> Feelgood, Dr. Shane Spites on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc., have a great week, man, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday.
3: You guys, too. Y'all start working on those deposits now,
0: okay? Oh, Kelly said she did one oh, this morning.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. What? See you, man. Have a great week, guys. home. Oh, you, my. too. You go home.
2: That's gross. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey,
6: welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinch. We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
0: We're joined this morning by Rachel Anderson from the Jonesboro Police Department, whose job, I mean, Rachel, if I look at what you do on social media, it seems like your job is a little bit of everything. Is that is that pretty much accurate?
6: That is correct. I am very busy. And uh, I have a lot of uh, irons in the fire, if you will. Yeah. We've got a lot going on over here.
0: So if somebody were to say what's the most important thing you do for JPD on a daily basis, what do you think, like, priority one is?
6: Uh, So the the purpose of my job, like, we have a mission statement, and it is to improve officer and citizen safety, period. So that's what I do every day.
0: So you're watching out for us as we go throughout town, but also, I mean, you think about the the job of a police officer and, you know, I mean, obviously much respect for the, the men and women who get out there and, and put their lives on the line. And it's important that you can be there to kind of help guide them through that process too.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's good to have um, somebody like me kind of as a middleman between the people who are taking calls and making traffic stops, kind of the boots on the ground, mm-hmm. and then, um you know, you have the citizens on the other side who don't really see any of that. So I'm kind of standing in the middle, um, bridging that gap between the two.
0: How'd you work into that role? Kind of what was the, the natural progression for that to be something that the city thought they needed or the police department oh, thought gosh. they needed?
6: Um, so I used to work at the city over at City Hall and I did their social media for a while. Uh-huh. And then Chief said, hey, we need to kind of get that going over here. So it was really Chief uh, Elliot that brought me over um, about three, four years ago And uh, we kind of just hit the ground running and it's been great ever since.
0: But you're not just somebody who is, okay, she's going to handle social and digital and she's going to watch from a room, uh, you know, somewhere at JPD. I mean, you you will go out there in the field and and work it too, won't you?
6: Oh, yeah. Um, I work all kinds of things. I mean, I've helped direct traffic actually this morning on the way to work because we had a uh, stalled vehicle that i drove up on so i had to put my little neon vest on and get out in the middle of red wolf and highland and stop some cars so we could get her out of the road um wow. i work the fair you know i'll work asu football um so i'll definitely suit up whenever i need to and help out
0: you think you could get me uh one of the uh uniforms okay just so i could wear <laughs> no, it just when i, I want to go out i don't think so. No.
1: You can't do that? I've got so. a Reno 911 no. uniform that would look good Ooh. on you. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, is there any truth that, that on the weekends when <laughs> Chief Elliot shows up, he is in that outfit?
1: Uh, no Brandon. I've
0: it seen him in the shorts boots. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the reason we wanted to chat with you today is uh, one of the other things that you're doing you're kind of spearheading something that's really cool uh, for so many families around uh, Jonesboro, of course, and then northeast Arkansas, anybody who wants to come out uh, Trunk or Treat put together by JPD. Tell me what's going on with this.
6: Yes, this is a great event and we are so excited. Uh, we try to do this every year. Of course, we had a few COVID years that we couldn't, but we are back in full force. We're going to be in the West End this year. Um, This is a Trunk or Treat event. It's open to the public. Anybody can come. It's totally free. You can come and decorate your trunk. You could just come and Trunk or Treat. You could come play on the bounce houses and the playground and get some food, meet some people. Um, We're just going to have a great time on that Tuesday night, October 25th.
0: Rachel, I'm not sure how old you are, but I I know I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember as a kid when it was when it was like, okay, it was a thing to do to go through your neighborhood and and, and just knock on doors and trick or treat and stuff like that. I know a lot of people still do that, but in an uh, in a day and age where maybe, you know, we want to be even more safe and more cautious, the idea that we can go out and take our kids to something that's going to be manned by JPD and people who are close to you guys uh, and it's going to be safe and the candy's going to be looked over. I think that's a really smart idea for where we are right now in the world.
6: Yeah, it's really good that there are going to be, like like you said, police officers there. Um, we are taking donations of candy here at the police department starting now, anytime between now and then. We'll take, you know, pre-wrapped candy. We're not going to take homemade things, obviously, right. but um, <laughs> we are glad, you know, to put this on for the community. And I'm excited that, uh, you know, kids will have two opportunities to wear their costume, not just one.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be happening on October <laughs> the 25th, right?
6: That's a Tuesday night, and we'll be there about 5 until sunset or when the candy runs out. So we need to make sure you have plenty of candy, right? Yes, we need lots and lots of donations. We actually have an Amazon wish list um, that you can order on Amazon. You don't even have to come up here. You can just order it, and it'll be sent straight to here. Um, It's got all kinds of candy and goodies and um, light-up bracelets and necklaces and all kinds of fun stuff. You could order from there and have it sent straight to here. You could get stuff, pick stuff up at the local stores, bring it up to the police department. We will happily accept all kinds of donations.
0: Hey, let's talk about that Amazon wish list. How can people find yeah. that?
6: So it's the link is posted on our Facebook page in several places. And it's also on the event page, the Facebook event page for the Trunk or Treat.
0: So just search JPD Trunk or Treat?
6: That's right. It'll pop right up.
0: Boom, it's happening again on Tuesday, October the 25th, from 5 until sundown or until the candy runs out. But let's make sure there's plenty of candy. Hey, if, if somebody's hearing this this morning and, and they're like, hey, I want to get my vehicle out there, maybe I have a classic car, I have a yeah. you know a business vehicle, yeah. is, is there still room for people to go out there and do something?
6: Absolutely. You can email me. My email is super easy. It's jpd at jonesboro.org. jpd at jonesboro.org. They can email me. I can get them on the list. We would love to have them come to set up.
0: All right, Rachel Anderson joins us this morning direct from the Jonesboro Police Department getting us set up for JPD's Trunk or Treat October the 25th. And Rachel, it's great talking to you and best of luck.
6: Thank you. See you there. All right. See you there. Ladies and gentlemen, this
2: is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey,
6: welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinch. We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning
0: by the executive director of City Youth Ministries. Hannah Caddy is on the phone with us. Hannah, good morning. Good morning.
4: Good morning.
0: How's your morning starting?
4: You know, so far, so good. I've already had my coffee, so I'm ready to go today.
0: So what's on the agenda today with City Youth?
4: Oh, man. So we've got a couple grants due this week, so we're finishing up those and getting ready for kids this afternoon, so it's going to be quite the day.
0: So there's a whole bunch of kids who get involved with City Youth for after-school type stuff. Any idea what your numbers look like on like the average month or the average week, how many how many young people you're helping?
4: Yeah, so this week we're averaging around 80 kids in the building. Oh, wow. Um So it's definitely a little busy, a little crazy, but that's kind of how we like it.
0: (laughs) So what is it that's so special about City Youth and kind of the mission of City Youth Ministries that made you want to jump in and take over as uh, as the executive director?
4: Yeah, and so I think I really just love that we get to do life with our kids. Um, You know, sometimes we don't have to overcomplicate it. We get to just love and serve, and that's something that I really respected about City Youth and something that I love to get to be a part of now.
0: So for people who haven't uh, either, you know, really figured out exactly how City Youth serves the community, how would you describe that in a nutshell? Like, what is the benefit to this area, this region, this city? What's the benefit of City Youth?
4: Hmm. So the benefit of City Youth is that we provide really a safe haven and a safe place for kids to come learn, grow, and play. Um, There are after-school programs and through our summer programs, and so we provide things like a warm meal, um, academic tutoring, Zumba, extracurricular activities, um, just to get to really invest in the kids of our community.
0: Well, and I think that's important, too, because at some point those kids become the people who are the leaders of the community, and you want to make sure that, you know, everybody has the chance to kind of have, a, you know, a fair a fair shake and, and a fair start.
4: Yeah, absolutely, and that's really what we're about, is just giving all of the kids in our community an equal opportunity to different life experiences, which we want for everyone.
0: So one of the ways that uh, that the community, the community can help city youth is by an event that's called the Downtown J-Town, and it's the Downtown J-Town Kids Walk in 2022. What are we looking at for that?
4: Yeah, so this event has kind of evolved over the years, and so it used to be a 5K, but now it is exclusively a kids walk, and um, it's just the kids of city youth who walk this, and so what's really sweet is Our kids are the superstars of the fundraiser, and so they will start at City Youth um, and do a walk downtown and end up back at City Youth to help raise money um, for our organization.
0: So for individuals who are listening this morning, obviously, you know, if we want to uh, be a part of that, we don't even have to do the walk.
4: No, you can definitely sleep in on your Saturday morning. Um, (laughs) Our kids and our staff will um, do all the work for you, which is kind of a blessing.
0: (laughs) So whenever we do a fundraiser like this, what is the money used for? How does it benefit uh, the young people who come through City Youth?
4: Yeah, so the money that we raise will go for our operational costs. So things like um, keeping the electricity on and making sure that our kids have a safe facility that's fully staffed Mm -hmm. um, for all of the kids that we serve.
0: So if somebody is listening this morning and they're like, hey, you know, I know somebody who's gone through City Youth or I believe in the mission, I want to help the kids of this community, the young people who will be the future leaders, how can people end up sponsoring City Youth Kids for the Kids Walk?
4: So we wanted to make it really convenient and easy for our sponsors this year. And so what we're looking for is we currently have 118 kids that are registered to attend City Youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're looking for a $25 sponsor for those 118 kids. And the, one of the ways you can do that is um, by, if you have Cash App on your phone, by um, cash tagging CYM Jonesboro, um, $25, and that will help sponsor a kid to get to walk um, in the event.
0: And again, the event happens on Saturday, November the 12th from 1030 until 1130, Uh, But the idea that we can be a part of it and we don't have to wake up and we don't have to walk, we don't really have to do anything, this might be the most brilliant way to fundraise ever.
4: (laughs) That's where it was kind of the direction that we were, (laughs) us and our partner families were were going for.
0: Yeah, so Family Zinc has really believed in City Youth Ministries for a long time. And, you know, way before we even started dealing with Family Zinc, we know they were a part of, you know, trying to campaign for you guys and help fundraise for you
4: guys. Absolutely, And this is actually the 14th year um, in partnership with Families, Inc., that we've done some variation of this fundraiser. So they, Families, Inc. is in it for the long haul, and, man, we could not be more thankful for their partnership with us. So
0: if people want to f- uh, find out more about City Youth Ministries, how can they do that?
4: Yeah, the most accessible way would be um, through our website, and that is cityyouthministries.com. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Um, that's City Youth Ministries Jonesboro. Um, where we post all of our up-to-date information, some really sweet pictures of the kids. It's just a good way to stay connected and to stay in the know.
0: And again, there's 118 kids who are going to be a part of the Downtown J-Town Kids Walk on November the 12th, and you can sponsor those kids and find out more at cityyouthministries.com. Hannah Caddy joins us this morning. Hannah, have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon.
4: All righty. Thank you, Brandon. You guys do the same. All right.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc.
6: We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
0: So we're joined this morning by Craig Pomrenke of the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center, who is uh, on with us this morning to break the news that we are going to have Kelly on a mechanical bull <laughs> okay. on Saturday for homecoming. Brandon, you're an idiot. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah, that's going to look great. We can't wait for that one. <laughs>
0: Hey, good morning, man. How are you?
5: Great. How are you all?
0: Hey, we're good. You know, it's a homecoming week, which typically means there are so many people, and maybe they don't get to come to any other game but homecoming, but Northeast Arkansas, uh, the campus of Arkansas State, it comes alive during homecoming week.
5: Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great weekend. We're, we're pretty much sold out this weekend. We've got a lot going on, a lot of activities. We can't wait to bring them all back.
0: Well, I think the thing for people who are listening to us from all around the area or hearing the podcast, like there's no better spot, number one, to tailgate than the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. But there's no better spot to stay in the city than the Embassy Suites because, Craig, we've said uh, a million times with you on with us before, it doesn't feel like what we, don't, what we used to have in Northeast Arkansas. This feels like a major market facility right there on the campus of Arkansas State.
5: Well and that was yeah that was always our goal and our mission was to create a bit of more of a destination spot for people to come and hang out and and you know visit with other people, see people they hadn't seen for a long time and and we just kind of become the center spot for for game day and it's a very simple walk right over to the stadium
0: well, so I remember it was a number of weeks ago I saw a buddy of mine who was uh doing like an anniversary deal celebrating his anniversary, and he decided he wasn't going to have to drive to St. Louis to Nashville to Memphis to Little Rock because he could essentially do the entire anniversary celebration right there at the Embassy Suites and it feels like you're out of town but you're right around the corner.
5: Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what we want to do. We want to create you know a bit of those what they call the staycations where you just don't have to, you know, load things up and have to drive a whole distance and spend a lot of money on gas and just hang out here and feel like you're not here.
0: Well, and that's what I love like the idea that you can walk in there and you can, you know, have your your great looking room and you have the beautiful lobby area and you can have breakfast Uh, Shout out to our friend Shane over there in the breakfast area. Uh, You got hula hands in there. Like really there's bam, 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 things to do all through there.
5: That's right. That's what we're after. We just want you to be able to relax and enjoy yourself and enjoy the entire experience.
0: So I would assume uh, on homecoming, the homecoming game on Saturday of homecoming, I would assume people start early and we get, we get fired up early and uh, you guys are going to have a mechanical bull in the lobby I've never been at an event where the mechanical bull has been indoors like that. What's the vision behind
5: this? (laughs) Well, it's, uh, you know, October starts uh, national cancer awareness month. And our, uh, our lead bartender, Trevor is part of the real men wear pink campaign this year. And he's doing really well. Um, He's in the, in definitely in the top end of the, the local candidates that are raising money. And we're doing all sorts of different things throughout the month at the hotel to help raise money. But First thing we're going to do is kick it off with the mechanical bull, making an appearance in our lobby on, on Saturday from 2 o'clock until basically midnight. And uh, we're going to set the, the bull up right there in the, the middle of the lobby, and people can come by and, and get rides for $5 a ride. All the proceeds are going to go to the Cancer Society. And we're, we're expecting a, a great crowd. We're expecting people that are coming over to the game, coming out to maybe watch the Hogs game first and then go over to the Red Wolves game just to hang out and go ride the bull.
0: So I've seen the bull before. I always assumed it would be more expensive than five dollars to hop on that bull. Uh, you guys, I mean, you could make more money, but you're trying to keep it affordable at five bucks. Is that the deal? Pretty
5: much, yeah. I mean, if you want to give ten, twenty, fifty dollars, the cancer society will love that. We'll sure. take all the money we can get. Yeah, to help support those folks. But uh, we, you know, we're going to set the price at five.
0: So, Craig, have you ever, you know, strapped on and hopped on one of these mechanical bulls?
5: Well. I haven't, but I hopped on a mechanical pheasant one time when I was in South Dakota. They took, they took a mechanical bull and they, they dressed him up like a pheasant and uh, <laughs> turned pheasant on his season. A bunch of us got on it one night after a few adult beverages and had a great time.
0: Yeah. So uh, were you any good?
5: Um, no, not really. I, I got thrown off within seconds. I was, it was for a good laugh. People no, enjoyed yeah. enjoyed it. It was entertaining.
0: No, and imagine your social media. In a day and age of social media – where people come through the lobby bar coming up on Saturday for homecoming and their video before the football game is them getting thrown off a mechanical bull.
5: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be great. We're going to have those those going on all over the place.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So, again, that's going to start at 2 o'clock, and that's actually the time that Kelly and I start our broadcast. So is there any chance that Kelly can be the first person on the bull?
5: <laughs> so Absolutely. Dumb. Yes. We expect her to be the first person on the bowl.
0: <laughs> How long? And yeah. yeah.
5: several times after that. Okay. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Here's the deal, Craig, this is the way we're going to make money is people. If they don't want to ride, Kelly will be their designated <laughs> rider. What oh, there you gosh. go. I love
1: it. So I won't be able to move I'll, the next day. I'll pay 50 uh,
0: bucks for uh, Kelly Perry to get back up there on that bull. <laughs> oh, my god. We'll, we'll have to borrow
5: some football pants and, and hats from the team for you.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but Kelly couldn't turn it down because it's a fundraiser for the American Cancer oh, Society. <laughs> That's right. Brandon. <laughs> hey, they're making game day fun at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. And again, you can get there early. You can watch all the games that are on television uh, Craig, the last time I looked through there, it seemed like there were I don't know what what are there six or seven big televisions plus a big projector showing games.
5: Yeah, we've got we've got like eight of them in the in the lobby, and then we we put up this huge projector in there also. We figured that the uh, there's probably going to be enough for people that want to watch the the Hogs take on Alabama at two thirty. So we're yeah. going to have that that game broadcast in addition to you know being ready for the Red Bulls game at six.
0: So we have the lobby bar with all the the specials that'll happen for homecoming, and then like if I wanted to maybe go grab some hula hands, can I go grab my hula hands and bring them over to the lobby, or can I? What do I have to do there?
5: Absolutely, yep, yep. You can go back and forth all you want. There's uh, there's always going to be food available, and certainly plenty of uh, beverages available, and and one thing for sure is a great time.
0: In 20 years of tailgating for Arkansas State football, I've never had a better experience than we have at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. And again, the Mechanical Bull, we're going to ride coming up on Saturday, starting at 2, all the way up until closing with the Lobby Bar and Trevor uh, raising money for Real Men Wear Pink for the American Cancer Society. Craig, we're excited to partner with you on all these events, and uh, we'll see you Saturday when Kelly straps up on that bull.
5: Hey, Red Wolves, ride. Let's do it.
0: There you go. See you, man. Have a good day. Take care. Thanks, guys. All right. Craig Pomrinke joins us this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Penny, for your thoughts.
1: You don't strap up. That would hurt. You have to be able to, like, fall off.
0: That's what I said. Uh-huh. Stop arguing with uh-huh. me. It's, this is the K-Fine <laughs> Breakfast Club which is powered by Family Inc.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey,
6: welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Inc. We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
0: We're joined this morning by the man you need. He is Doctor Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend, and he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Doctor Kevin Reed from Vet Care. Find out more at vet-care.com and on Facebook when you search Vet Care Uh Doctor Reed, Wet Nose Wednesday. What's happening, man?
8: Hey, we're hitting it hard already this morning. We've had several drop-offs and appointments start in about thirty minutes, so. We gotta get busy,
0: any idea over the years how many how many animals you've probably seen is it thousands? Is it five thousand? What do you think?
8: Oh, it's tens of thousands I think
0: that's crazy, and that yeah. reputation of always being there to help people when their pets need it i mean uh and obviously preventative maintenance is important too, and we talk about that maybe more often than we talk about some of the stuff. When things go wrong, it's really important to take care of your pet's health just the same way that it's important to take care of your personal health, right?
8: Exactly. And we've always said, you know, prevention is a much better way than having to treat an actual condition. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are preventable on our pets. There's some that aren't preventable. But, you know, take advantage of the of the uh, conditions that are preventable and uh, then, you know, we'll just deal with the um, other ones as they as they occur. So. Um, you know, I'm watching this, I have got several friends that are in my veterinary management group. Uh, I've got one in Jacksonville, one in West Palm Beach, and one in uh, Hollywood, which is part of uh, Fort Lauderdale. So they're, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about them as this uh hurricane approaches and, you know, the sad thing is that there's going to be a lot of misplaced pets, displaced mm-hmm. pets uh from, you know, from how, uh, damage to ha- homes and uh You know, just hopefully the only good thing to say about a hurricane is, you know, you do have an advance warning compared to what we think of as disasters in this area, uh, tornadoes, and there's always that possibility of an earthquake in the future, and those are going to occur without much warning, um, not like days with a hurricane. So hopefully pet owners there have been uh, preparing for themselves and their pets and you know, it always, when I see a natural disaster like that, I always think about, you know, this, just having a disaster preparedness kit for your pet as well as yourself. Um, it's, you know, they, some of these people may be without power for days to week and uh, without power. And, you know, you've got to consider your pet because you're going to need food, water, their medications, you know, uh, to be able to care for them. And it's pretty simple to have a little uh, pet disaster uh, kit, um, you know, just have it in a backpack or something where, you know, you can just grab it and go if you have to evacuate for whatever reason. And and, and common sense, you know, just think they're going to need food. I'd say a minimum of uh, three days of food. Probably better would be a week's worth of food. Um, and you'd want to rotate that out. You know, don't put a bag of food in there and then it sits for two years, you know, yeah. just – Put a reminder and, you know, every month, take that bag and use it as the daily food and put a new bag in or cans, whatever you're feeding. Uh, Some water supply and portable water supply, and that's pretty easy to do with gallons or or, um, 16-ounce bottles of water. Um, Of course, any of the medications, you know, I can guarantee you in these areas that are going to be hardest hit by the the hurricane, there will not be any veterinary clinics open. You know, they they most likely won't even have power. Right. So, you know, hopefully pet owners are prepared to get enough uh, medication supply uh, for their pets and to and have it well-stocked. Um, and any kind of, uh, you know, a little first aid kit would be helpful. You know, have some hydrogen peroxide, maybe some Benadryl, um, adhesive tape and gauze. It always probably uh, would help to have a bottle of saline in case, you know, you need to wash out any scrapes or cuts. Uh, you know, towels, uh, tweezers, scissors, maybe some disposable gloves. Uh, put that in a waterproof container and um, just, you know, have it have it right next to the backpack or it probably would fit in the backpack. And just any medical records. Uh, we've talked about it multiple times, but make sure they have an identification collar on. Uh, try to have them uh, microchipped in advance and um because if they are mis- displaced by the storm um, and they show up somewhere to- at a shelter, uh you know they could scan for the microchip or you know contact any uh information on a- on a tag on a collar so you know i'm I'm really concerned about there's gonna be a lot of animals that may may perish in the storm yeah. uh hopefully they're just uh you know able to stay with the owner and then if they do get Uh, separated you know they'll be able to be contacted to return them so you know it's a serious situation and in the area that we live in we as pet owners need to be prepared too. Well
0: it's wild to me and Kelly and I talked about the hurricane real early this morning so I I started having this vision of you know people having to make decisions on what they're going to take because we talked about that Uh, and maybe they have multiple kids and a spouse and whatever the case may be and you know, there's going to be, unfortunately, probably some families who have to make the decision on what to do with their pet. Oh, I hope my pet's going to be okay. I'm just going to have to leave. Or think about the larger pets. You know, the mm. the cows and the goats that aren't nearly, or the horses that just aren't as easy just to go ahead and load up. I mean, the, this can be catastrophic for animals.
8: Exactly, and and you know, it, it, um, I failed to mention, you know, have a have a pet carrier for each pet. You know, obviously, uh, you know, if they're they're small enough to get in a carrier. Uh, you know there's going to be a lot of water flooding Uh, you don't need you know don't think you can walk your dog on a leash you know if if that does happen so you know get a carrier a good sturdy carrier that you can uh, transport them in you know hopefully I know there's areas where there is a lot of uh, uh, horses down in in Florida and you know there's just no way you can get them all loaded up in the trailer and transport them somewhere in most cases so um, you know you have to just Prepare the best you can, and hopefully they have some good, sturdy shelter. Uh, hopefully it's on some higher ground, um, you know, where the flooding won't, won't be as, as bad. But, you know, just run, a, run over in your mind what would happen if all of a sudden we had no power for three or four or five days. And you think, thinking, you know, day to day, what you do for your pet and what they need. And, um, you know, that should be kind of top of mind awareness. Uh, I remember back in the 80s when it was predicted we were going to have an earthquake on a certain day. You know, I remember strapping my uh, hot water heater to the wall and and we made a little, uh, had a little uh, garbage can, a clean garbage can that we had supplies and water. And then, of course, the day came and went and the earthquake happened. And, you know, I remember throwing a lot of that stuff out uh six months later because it it was not any good. So, you know, it obviously with tornadoes around here, you know, they can happen within you know, within minutes and uh, you know, the last thing you want to do is try to scramble around and try try to find things and that are spread out all over the house or in the storage room or in the basement uh for yourself and your pet. So, you know just this would be a good time to do that and, and um, you know, even if you don't have an elaborate kit just the the minimum water and food and, and medication, you know, at least at least you've got that covered.
0: So the key is to prepare just in case. Great advice from the man you need. Yay. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Dr. Kevin Reed with Wet Nose Wednesday. Find out more about Vet Care at vet-care.com. And on Facebook when you search Vet Care Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, have a great week, and we'll talk to you back here one week from today.
8: Okay, I'll be here.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinch.
6: We'll get back to the show.
2: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined
0: this morning by Lindsay Wingo, who is here to talk about an event that's going to be coming up that um, should be a whole bunch of fun because it's a roast, a roast of a local celebrity that we get to uh, make fun of and pick on and Stuff like that, it just so happens to be Lindsay's grandfather.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be fun for her.
7: (laughs) Celebrity.
0: How are you this morning?
7: Uh, Doing good. How about y'all?
0: We're good. Do you smell good today?
7: She also So
0: Lindsay's the one who, I guess it was a year ago, maybe even. No, guys, it was more than that. Maybe it was two years ago where like when she left, we're like, ooh, she smelled good. Yeah. And then Kelly decided to ask her, hey, what's that perfume? And now Kelly wears the perfume and so does my wife. Yeah. So now <laughs> <laughs> that's all I smell. Yep. So. I have uh, a new
1: one now though. She just gave me a new one, but I'm oh, not going to tell the secret. You can't tell my wife
0: or that I'm going to smell it all day. Okay. All right. Uh, So, Lindsay, you have a kind of a, a new role in the Glen Sane family of dealerships. Am I right? That's right. What's your title?
7: I'm handling the different marketing and public liaison and anything public relations, really.
0: So anything that's reaching out to the community past what's happening inside the dealership. Right. And you realize at this point in time that, uh, oh, you're sitting in a room of some fans of the Glen Saint family of dealerships because both of my vehicles were purchased through that family of dealerships. And old KP yeah, over here. me too. Uh, she was a convert, too, after uh, I got mine. I'm like, yeah. no, you got to go talk to those people because they can give you some great deals. So
7: Good. Well, call me next
0: time. So. Call you. Are you selling cars now, too? Sure. This is a complete family business.
7: Uh-huh.
0: But, like, legit, when you go and you look at the lineage of this, like, this this family of dealerships really does go throughout the, the history of your family.
7: Yes, it does.
0: So tell me about uh, this roast. I got a text from uh, a friend of ours who was like, hey, we're doing this event, and we want to know if you want to be a part of it. And it's kind of like a roast and toast of Danny Ford, right? Yes. God bless our troops. Yes. So in a situation like that where like legit your grandfather Danny Ford is one of the nicest people that I know. <laughs> I can't imagine watching him get roasted on the stage.
7: Oh, I know. It's all in good fun.
0: Are you excited about this?
7: <laughs> uh I am excited about it just because any chance to just honor my grandpa even though we're going to be roasting him that he deserves uh Just the great recognition of the good person that he
0: is. No, he's a great Mm -hmm. person. Uh, As a matter of fact, whenever I bought my vehicles, I had this call from some number I didn't have in my phone. And I'm sitting here going, well, who is this? And it's a voicemail. I I probably still have it because it was really sweet. And it was, hey, I'm up here at the lake and I just wanted to thank you for buying vehicles from us and save my number. If there's ever anything I can do for you or your family, you just give me a call. And I was like, talk about a personal relationship. Mm -hmm. So now you want people to go make fun of that guy?
7: Yeah. Somebody was, you know, I'm one of the speakers. I have to roast him. Oh, gosh. Have you started preparing yet? Well, everybody's been asking me. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with, you know, sometimes people say like a compliment sandwich. Right. I think it'll be like sweet roast sweet. (laughs) Right. Do you know
0: know the part you're going to use to pick on him? Have you thought about that?
7: No. You know, all my family, they're like, oh, no, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk. So I'm sure they'll all want to have, like, input on our family side of it. Uh, so I've gotta, we've got to have a family meeting to decide who has the best speech, I guess.
0: And I'll But you're going to have to deliver it. I'm kinda, I know. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I'm kind of nervous you're going to be the deliverer.
0: <laughs> so here's all these people. Okay, let's bash them. This is our chance to bash them Give real quick. Give it to Lindsay. Lindsay's going to do it. And if he gets mad at somebody, he's mad at Lindsay.
7: <laughs> no, he wouldn't get mad at me.
0: Uh, but I do think this is a kind of a fun idea. And I was telling when we talked about this event with Lindsay a couple of weeks ago, I was telling her about the episode of The Office where Michael Scott decides he's going to do the roast of Michael Scott. And then mid-roast, he realizes his feelings are hurt really, really bad.
1: It's exactly what would happen to you, Brandon.
0: (laughs) Oh, if it happened to me, I don't think I could deal with it. No, you couldn't. Because for the first little bit, it's going to be funny, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, that's hitting a little too close to home. Yeah. Uh, But as I look at the flyer, it's a roast and toast of Danny Ford. Come out and celebrate Danny Ford, the accomplishments for the city of Jonesboro and the state of Arkansas. It's going to use comedy to both honor and poke fun at Danny. Uh, And this event happens on October the 22nd. And where are we doing it?
7: It is going to be at Embassy Suites.
0: So that's an awesome venue mm -hmm, here in Jonesboro. So we're excited about that. If people want to be a part of it, uh, is there a way that people can go ahead and and get either a table or get individual tickets at this point?
7: Yes. It's on uh, eventbrite.com. And this is actually benefiting kids' chance, which uh, affects and helps. Children who have been, uh, their parents have work related inju- injury or death, and that right. way they can get scholarships and pr- pursue their educational
0: dreams. Well, I think that's awesome because you know you don't think about those situations where something's happened to a family member who might otherwise be the provider for the kid as they enter college. Yeah. So the idea that the scholarship is going to be there and that we're going to have a great night of of you know dinner and and fun in the honor of Danny Ford. Again, it's going to be the Roast and Toast and uh, the events up on Eventbrite as well. Uh, do you think he's prepped for this? Does he know what a roast really is?
7: Well, you know, our family is so, like, jokester and fun-loving. And, like, we're always, I feel like, just roasting each other and <laughs> making jokes. And oh. so I feel like we've been prepping our whole life for this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what my dad, my dad always talks to me about, you know, being most people are so sensitive. But he's like, well, you just don't have a chance because we just all... Pick on each other all the time at home.
0: So you know though that at the end of the roast, the person who's being roasted, the honoree, gets to come back and roast other people, right?
7: I know. Now don't say that. I don't think he knows that. Oh, so. he doesn't know that part? If he's listening, he might <laughs> he might be taking notes yeah. now. <laughs> okay.
0: What what do you think if he were to come back on you? Oh god. What would he come back on you with? What would what would he know that's the most embarrassing thing?
1: What would the I family
0: don't know.
7: say? I don't know. My dad and my brother would probably just go ham on me. You think so? Every day I walk into the office and I work with my brother now. And he has a compliment. It's like, we have this thing now. I walk in. I know he's going to make fun of my outfit, something that I'm wearing. Like, I had on these combat boots a couple days ago. And he was like, hey, could you come over here and stomp that bug for me? (laughs) I was like, I'm tired of your remarks every day that I walk into this office. Mm.
0: Like, <laughs> K- What? What are you oh. saying, huh, for? Just from, sounds similar. <laughs> it's like we're brother and sister in here, and then sounds you go have that similar. family thing yeah. uh, with the Glen Saint dealerships.
7: But that's just a little clip. Yeah. Our crazy family.
0: So, uh, was there some story that I've heard about you um, when you first started driving? You had some issues?
7: <laughs> yes. Uh, there is actually, he, my grandpa does tell a funny story about me driving. Maybe it will air sometime.
0: You think it's going to air? It might. Because there's a rumor that there was a, this was put together and then uh, you decided you didn't <laughs> want this story to get out.
7: Yes. Yes. But it is, I mean, from the, the majority of people, they all think it's so funny. So you never know. Maybe.
0: So maybe at the roast and toast, we'll find out more about this.
7: Maybe so. You know, I might let him air that since. He agreed to do the roast.
0: There you go. So Danny Ford, <laughs> the guy that we see on the Glensane commercials, God bless our troops. We're going to roast him, and we're going to have a heck of a time doing that at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center. Again, the event is going to be happening on Saturday, October the 22nd at the Embassy Suites, and it's a fundraiser and benefit for Kids Chance of Arkansas. Lindsey Wingo joins us in studio this morning. Always great to see you, and um, I guess smell you as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the first time I've ever said that to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> This is the K-Fun Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Don't forget we have a podcast. You can check out the full show today on the podcast. It's available everywhere. We're talking about Apple Podcasts and Google Play and iHeartRadio and Spotify. All you have to do is search Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. And Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight?
1: The Masked Singer, the season premiere of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the season finale of Resident Alien. Tonight's schedule also includes Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Big Sky, and Chicago PD. All
0: right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.